is London Calling. Here is the last news bulletin for today. The time through which we are now passing is of exceptional character. Hello everybody and welcome to Full Retire Radio. It is not Monday and we are not recording at the start of the week. We're not, dude. Because I've been in London working on Inside the Octagon. How was that? It was good. It was exhausting. Yes. Henry Cejudo, Marlon Morris. Right. And uh, Gustafsson against Smith. Ooh. I'm looking forward to that. More so. Oh, me too. Unless me too. we can guarantee that Marlon Morris sparks my mate. Yeah, well. You never know. You never know. Henry Cejudo at uh, Bantamweight. We'll save that for another time. Yeah. Um, we need to talk about the fights from the weekend. We do. How f- are you, first of all? Yeah, that was going to say, how are you, man? How was your good, birthday? Man. Nice shirt. Thank you very much. Yeah. This is my custom sister's 40th birthday shirt. It's nice. I it's decided nice. I didn't have any uh, any other clothes in the house. I was like, I'll make myself something. That's good. You've, yeah. got, a, you've got a chop wood now, though. I do. I do. And, but the thing is... The I beard's did, coming on I as well. I did the top button Oh, you did the top so button so, almost, so, you, so you've got to learn how to tattoo or cut Fully hair. hips, though. Yeah. You've yeah, got to do one of the two. I'm good at colouring books. Tattoo or cut hair. Or, or figure out a way of financing yourself sitting in coffee shops and critiquing other people. Well... Apparently, because I bought this and did the top button up, I've got a free acoustic guitar on its way. Oh, nice. Not all the strings are Not, intact. No, 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 of course. No, but yeah. I've, yeah, so I've, uh, <laughs> I thought I'd rock this up and go with the leg on yeah. top. Actually, you're Black. looking a bit like Ben Chilliberti at the moment. Oh, man. Chili's a lucky guy, Chili, isn't he? Chili is. Hey, yeah. check that out. He is, he's moving to Vegas. That motherfucker. I know. Shout out to our mate. I'm jealous. So, how was your birthday? It was good, man. It was good. It was good. It, there's something really good in the other room that I don't want to bring attention to for it's going to take me days to complete it Dude. you know you know what on christmas day brad pickett posted a, a photo of his ultimate collection millennium falcon and right. it's, it's a it's a ridiculous box of lego it's i've never seen it's about the size of this table yeah, width the, the, the thing is i almost brought it out and put it on the table should we get it i didn't want to be braggadocious and i also didn't I, know I whether the table would be able to hold it wait there honestly it's 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 too heavy i reckon it's too heavy he's gone he's gone to get it he's gone to get it I have to move his coffee because he'd definitely knock it over. This thing's ridiculous. So Brad Pickett posted a photo of his on Christmas, Christmas Day, and I was very jealous. Did My you say braggadocious? God. Braggadocious. Oh, that was the cocky dinosaur. It's a beautiful it? word, isn't it? Is that going to be all right there? I, I just don't know whether the table's going to hold it. I can put beautiful? it back on the floor. Oh, that's going to take me days to, to, Jealous days to build. Jealous is a fucking understatement. That's amazing, isn't it? It makes my one look like a, a Happy Meal toy. And I got the good one. Mm. It was like 150 notes, but this is fucking insane. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that was that was my, my, my happy birthday present from my parents and my sister. Oh, awesome. wow. Awesome. Thank you, Mark, Elaine, yeah. and, uh, and Jen. And those things are like rocking horse shit. Mate, they're so like, funny. They're so difficult to find. Well, me and, me and Slim were talking about I, Hang on. We, we keep, we, I often forget that we've got people that just listen. We've just had a massive an oversized box. Millennium Falcon. Lego Millennium Falcon. If, imagine if you had a... We should you, have shook the box. If we you should. bought a telly back in the day <laughs> and it came in a box, an old CRT TV. This is heavy. It's, right, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's That's got, like 30 kilos of Lego. Yeah, 7,000, was it 7,150 pieces? Yeah, 7,421 pieces. What are you doing? Are you sending dick pics again? <laughs> yeah. Taking. Taking dick pics. We've got to keep an eye on him. I've just seen Filthy. iPhone 
everything's got a Raptor sticker on it. Have you it of course it has. I only gave them everything. them about 20 well, minutes ago. Well, that's the thing. I know that's the thing. Everything's they've all been used immediately. Well, good. Uh, our frequent listener and friend of the show, he messaged me, he bought a cap and he was like, yo, got any, uh, got any Raptor stickers? Mm-hmm. And it was about one in the morning and I'd literally just ordered them and I was like, it just so happens, my friend. And he's like, do not send the cap until there's a sticker to come with it. And I was like, all right, mate. So I did. But just nipping back to Star Wars real quick. Okay. I was saying to Slim, before um, before all the new Star Wars stuff came out, mm-hmm. I was born in 81. So my neighbor was older than me. And by the time I was, say, seven or eight playing with figures, he was like 13, 14 and mad into Snatch and all that sort of stuff. So he was like... The, the game? Yeah. The, the one where you used to catch the <laughs> yeah, ball on the yeah. poker. One pink one and a green one. Yeah. I don't want Star Wars anymore. I'm going to go and play Sketch. Yeah. For, for like a whole 18 months, everybody had one of them. Yeah. They, they bought them in Spain. Yeah, we got the fake them one. Back and they were like, we're going to play with these every day when we get it home. Pulls it off. And then, yeah, then, Mate, they'd, then they'd fuck up. Our friends had the proper branded Sketch and we had like Scotch or Miff or some shit. Miff. We, we, yeah, <laughs> Chuff. The Velcro game, Chuff. Merkin why. Chuff. I don't know why. But it was like, they were both pink instead of it being one pink, one green. Yeah, we got fucked over. Yeah. So James, who I used to live next door to, was like, yo, do you want my Star Wars gear? And I was like, fucking yeah, for real, man. So I got the Hoth thing, which was like a moulded piece of white plastic that had like an exploding draw thing or a bridge. I got like two Millennium Falcons, one that was just jacked with no lid, no legs, nothing. And then one that was cool. So we used to use one was like if it had crashed. Then we had like (laughs) X-Wings, TIE Fighter, you name it. I had a fucking bounty of shit. And then it got to the point where I was into that and I used to have Action Man because my mate Sam, his Uncle Bill had given us a suitcase, an old school suitcase. You know, it smells like moth and piss and biscuits. Yeah. And it was like this old suitcase that had every Action Man in it. So mm-hmm. the old deep sea dive and the old school Eagle Eye one, which was cool. So I had... <laughs> what was that? Eagle Eye. Yeah. I had an Action Man that did With that. Fuzzy hair. That was the, it. The little, yeah. the little thing on the back of it. Yeah. That was it. That was the yeah, new yeah, one, yeah. but all and the old ones had like... Eyes posable thumbs and hands like rubber hands and then it'd be like that's exactly what mystery's eyes were like body power body power (laughs) all right (laughs) but the thing is the thing is the ninja action man was smart enough to cover his mask so you couldn't see him biting his bottom lip Mm, fully ricky gervais like just yeah it was filth (laughs) i want them ladies to see what they're gonna get so anyway Gets, so I've basically got an abundance of these toys that I've been gifted, which are now worth a fucking mint. Mm. So gets to me being about 14 and my auntie Sharon, who's a very wily veteran, comes over to my dad's house and they, for whatever reason, started talking about Mr. Frosty. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the ice slushy making thing, yeah. motherfucker. That was a good way of, of, of adding blue and red to kids' diets. Yeah, I put it through a penguin. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Well, my auntie Sharon was, was like hustling my sister out for this game, for this Mr. Frosty. And she, my sister was like, I don't know, 15 at the time. So she was just into Benson and Edges and stuff like that. And she was like, yo. <laughs> Who were they? Were they, were they Benny Edges. Were they kids on the... Oh, uh, yeah, on, they were bad influences, mate. kids in the neighbourhood? Yeah. Benson and Edges. Benson and Edges. They were bad influence, <laughs> but they weren't as bad as Lambert and Butler <laughs> and Perra Wiley cunts. So anyway, my auntie Sharon's hustling this deal. And I was like, oh man, I want some of that paper money. And she was like, folding money. I want some folding stuff, motherfucker. So she was like, yeah, well, go and get what you've got. So I over fucking compensated and bought down all my Star Wars, all my Action Man, all my G.I. Joe and wrestling figures, right? Oh, no. So like, there's a whole collection of everything, like literally everything. 
And uh, she was like, I've only got a tenner. Oh, no. And I was like, but it was paper money. And it was like the no. old paper £10 notes were like this big. And I was like, thank you, missus. <laughs> so she took the fucking lot, took it all. Ah. And, and that was back to Sheffield, right? And I was like, after a few months, I was thinking, hmm. That, that 10 didn't last very long. I can get another one of them and buy my shit back. Went around to see and she's like, oh no, I sold it all. And she literally sold each piece. Bought a new house and car. And I've never forgiven her since. Motherfucker. She, she literally robbed a child. She did. I learned a fucking she knew lesson what she that was day. Doing. I got hardened to she it. She knew what she was doing. I'll tell you about stealing later, but yeah, yeah she, she introduced That's me to a dark good. world. No. I think, I think my Star Wars figures got, got given away when I sold my He-Man figures. I know, it's I know, painful. I know. It was like 50 quid folding money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's when your mom's... I needed like, CDs at the time. Yeah. I was like... She like, sells the dream. There's a Megadeth back catalogue that I need, For real? To, I need yeah. to go and get. We're going car boot. Yeah. Whatever you sell, you get to keep. Yeah. Fucking bedroom. Yeah. What's <laughs> your bed it. doing here? <laughs> yeah. Well, Chest of drawers, where yeah. you're going to put your t-shirt? I just stack them up against the wall, <laughs> it'll be fuck fine. Fuck it. I need that nine quid. There we go. Mate. There we go. Yeah, it was... Uh, I don't know. I, I seem to find myself buying a lot of shit back. Or hustling deals back. Mm. I was telling you earlier, when I had a moped when I was 16, the deal was you can have a go if you fill the top box with Lego, Scare Electric, or other toys. It's one of my favourite things to do. I know, it's, your mic. it absolutely twists my brain. Because I'm like, <laughs> what have I done? Because I just do that. <laughs> Don't touch. Yeah, so, yeah, it got me into hustling. But yeah, she probably fucked me over. Yeah, that's not good, is it? Man. That's not good. Yeah, not good. So what have you been up to this week? I have been recovering from body power still. Still. Yeah. It was exhausting, wasn't it? Mate, well, I've got um, our good friend Dino. He's tapped me up for a new uh, document, brochure, to have a look at. So we're working together on that. So that's kept me up because he's in China. He is in China. So it yeah. was half past two he's last night. With, oh, mate. Shout out to Stella Amersinger. I know, isn't it? <laughs> Beautiful little dog. Stella's. <laughs> Stella. When I go out to the, uh, there's a, a show at the, uh, is it the end of August in China? I think there is. I'm going to try and get over to the PI and see him. Oh, nice. And get the little tour and check out his new You just want to see the stuff. dog, don't you? Yeah, man, of course. Have a scruffle. Meet Stella. Oh. Mate. Won't well, be able to understand me, though. I mean, it's, you know, it speaks Chinese, doesn't it? Yes. Ni hao ma. Here we go. <laughs> that's all I know. And that's, that's from it. Russia. Oh, no, shishi ni. Shishi? Yeah. At the end with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Very good. Yeah. My daddy, he catch catch a bullet with his, his bare hand. Coach, how you say coach? It's catch. Oh, my daddy catch a bullet with bare hand. You remember <laughs> the end when on the on the plane? I don't know how your brain stores. No, me this neither. Stuff. I was going to tell you as well about when you said about dogs having a scruffle. I got in tonight. Ben met me at the door because he always does. Because the kids are now chilling, doing what they want. Ben runs to the door. He's like, "Yo, you're home." So I immediately pick him up and he's kissing my face and I'm like, "You taste like." like cinder toffee, like caramel. And I was like, ooh. And so he's getting all up in there and I'm like, oh, nice. What's that flavour? What have you been eating? And basically, I put him down, goes in to see Stace, sees her, gives a kiss. And I was like, Ben tastes like caramel. And she's like, I don't know what he's had. And he gets into like, we've got a tunny bag because we're in the building of sand. And he gets in that and works around. And I didn't know if I was like, ah. I start working backwards thinking, oh man, if a dog tastes like this, there's got to be a funny reason. So next minute, Stace goes, oh, let me tell you about Moo, which is obviously my eldest daughter. She's now allowed to go to the shops on her own. Went with her friend and she learned a valuable life lesson today. Because basically, she asked, can I have something from the shop? And Stace was like, yeah, there's a fiver. You've got a pound each. 
you can go and get an ice pole or a fucking whatever. And Moo was like, can I have a Magnum? And she went, no, you can't have a Magnum because it's too much. So you can have whatever. It's a pound. You got a quid. Gets to the shop, comes back with a crunchy ice cream, which is like a Magnum, but the crunchy mm, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one pound 80. I'll never see again. Oh, so. Couldn't resist it. I understand. Honeycomb. Yeah, but where's the Guess honeycomb going to end up? Oh, it all stuck in my teeth. No. She smashes it down during her bollocking for eating, for spending too much. Yeah. Then gets herself all worked up and upset, throws it up in the garden, oh, to no. which Ben goes, hello, oh, leaving no. that, are you? I'll have a little tuck in. Sticks his whole little face in, eats the whole throw-up ice cream crunchy magicness, and then spreads it all over my face. So when I'm getting kissed, I'm like, oh, hello, Ben. And he's like, oh, Dad, where have you been? I'm like, you missed the crunchy. So yeah, I've got dog sick kisses. He's got a wrapped sticker on his fucking hat now. Yes. Brilliant. Nice. That's that's a gross story. It's fucking grim, that isn't is it? Disgusting. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I get it. It's worse that I make, found out why. <laughs> that's not going to make his Instagram account, is it? No, no, no. Body, no. Have you seen his Honey new pictures? Sick. Mate, no, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. Not today. I haven't. I've been too busy. It's how they dislocate their jaw when you know when they do that thing and it's like I'm going to be sick, but they're not, and they go. Yeah. Like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like My, you're in bed. Yeah. And you oh, hear sleep and you hear it and you. Hear <laughs> <laughs> and you see this little stomach going <laughs> like a bagpipe you're like, and you instantly spring into like, quick get up get him off the bed and you're, like, you're thinking uh, floor what, what floor not that carpet and you run into the bathroom and it's going <laughs> and then it's like <laughs> like the alien fucking dislocating thing like a bagpipe yeah do you know what I mean like a <laughs> and then he, they do that <laughs> and then oh, they try to look at you and like, I wish they made a bagpipe sound when, the, when they were doing that am I <laughs> <laughs> You're waking the ass up, dickhead. Get outside. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we, our Ridiculous. Old, our old dad had one of them hide tubes. Can you remember the bones? that are like a piece of hide wrapped up. <laughs> and he was that greedy. He ate the knuckle off it. And he just came up to me and started nudging me because he couldn't breathe. He was going... <clears throat> and I was like, you know, you cocky twat. I started off hard. And I was like, no, you fucking chewed it. You started eating it, mate. You can deal with it yourself. When he started, he was a black dog, but he started turning purple. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I had to squeeze his stomach to try and get it out. And I could see it in his mouth, but I couldn't... You know, they always say, don't reach in and grab stuff because you'll kill someone. Well, I've learned the hard way. <laughs> I nearly killed my dog. I can already tell which bits of that you're going to cut out for that little mix-up fucking video you're going to do. Is it there? <laughs> there were so many good bits. When it turned purple was one of them. There was a fucking load. Sorry, man. No, well, that, yeah, hilarious. Mad, mad I can't remember them now, but when we, when we listen back... Mate. Oh, man. that That's literally it. You just... you just Yeah, 10 seconds. <laughs> 10 seconds about the fucking <sighs> crunchy sick. <laughs> I've stopped having sugar in my tea as well. <laughs> because of that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, flashbacks. <laughs> Thing is, I used to work with Honeycomb, so it was like it just took me back to being sixteen in the factory. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, it's been through his body <laughs> and my daughter's Not really. and my daughter's Not really been through it though. Has no, it? they just incubated it for twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, dirty bastards. Oh. Anyway, yeah, not good. Fighting? Should we talk about some fighting? How yeah. long is that? <laughs> Fifteen minutes. You know, like Joe Rogan has like ten minutes of nonsense. At I skipped it. I've got to be honest. Skip I reckon adverts. people skip yeah. that. To like ten minutes of our podcast. Did you get past you, the six stories? <laughs> have you seen it on the, the comments? shit jokes? Someone put in the comments last week, like <laughs> such and such, forty-seven minutes. Like almost aggressively, like <laughs> fuck that bit. <laughs> yeah. There's obviously no effort or work gone into that. They're just talking <laughs> mad bullshit. Fuck off to forty-seven minutes. They talk about my fucking Twitter pick or some shit. Yeah, it makes me laugh. But I did feel last week I drove home and I think we all melted a little bit. 
What what started <laughs> out as a bad Definitely. idea ended up. We were all fucked, like absolutely on our ass. I mean, you know, when I see mystery wading through grass with a, a stool, and I'm like, yeah, it's a good idea. This is, <laughs> this is this is what we should be doing today. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a good idea. And then I started. Sounds going, lovely. I was like. This is hot. And we hadn't recorded for like 20 minutes. And then you looked at me and was like, this is a bad idea. And this I was like, watch this. Work. And then when I got home and I was like, I said to you, did we, did we mean to talk about fights this week? <laughs> there are no fights this week. And I was like, cool. <coughs> and next minute I see like Kevin Lee and Alaya Quint, uh, not Kevin Lee and Alaya, uh, Kevin Lee and Rafael de Sanos, like giving it a bit of mad talk. And I was like, that oh, looks like this week. Yeah. We've done them a disservice. Mm. Oh, man. It's not the first time we've done it, though. No, no, to be fair. There's a lot of times that we have missed a lot I never miss the fights. I always watch them live. Yeah. But sometimes I forget they're coming. Yeah, (laughs) I watch them the day after. The thing is, I work on... It's it's partly my fault, because I'm jumping around working on different shows. Yeah. Like, if there was a show this weekend, which, fortunately, there isn't. There isn't. We've checked. Definitely. There's no show this weekend. Are you you having a listen, Slim, just to make sure that Owen's talking into his mic? Is it? Oh, hang on. Is that better? Maybe. Break a break of one nine. <laughs> so there's definitely no there's definitely no card this weekend because the next event is Gustafson Smith, which is next weekend. Otherwise, I've already missed my flight to Stockholm. No, we're all right. It's May twenty second. Imagine that will no. go full home alone, won't it? Oh man! Just like into that quick like ah, and then the bag yeah. coming down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just your dad gets in the shot in a camel skin coat. Which way is he going? <laughs> Poor old Kevin. Um, so yeah, so there are no fights this weekend. But if there were, I wouldn't have looked at it because I've already been thinking about the Gustafson Smith one and the Cejudo Morass. So it's kind of yeah working for the UFC. Kind of twists my brain around when yeah. it comes to the schedule. And because I know what you're doing, I'm almost waiting for that because you're doing them them sort of cards. Mm. But I think sometimes it's like when we do. Um, open mat and afterwards or if, like, once you've like talked about the fight results three or four times it's almost one of them where I feel like you're not going to want to answer that question again <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah, let's talk about shoplifting are unique though <laughs> yeah for real for real I mean the thing is I felt before it, before it was uh, starting I thought that Kevin Lee was going to win yeah I was hoping Kevin Lee was going to win and I've got nothing against RDA Apart from his newfound stash that he was rocking. Yeah. He was rocking the full Pringle guy, wasn't he? Uh, a bit of a Selic. Yeah, he looked good, man. I could probably get some of that going. I've got a twist on it if I need oh, to. I've well, got some Mowax at home, but... I've got one side longer than the other. There. I need to I need to level it out. See, that that side's got a good, like, Wild West moustache side. Yeah, you have. You've, you've definitely got I actually twisted good. it out for my brother's wedding. That's nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's classy. It's very high maintenance. Don't yeah. think for a minute you can relax because you're constantly like, I right, coming all the way up here. Yeah. Dude, there was a guy on the boat on the way to Brazil. And I mean, I went on the boat looking marginally tidier you than were t- I am You had right the top now. knot at the time, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I got off the boat with just like this awkward like mess of face scruff. My dad never told me how to shave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just ignored it for a month. Yeah. It just all kind of grew wild. Whereas he was clean shaven every day and his moustache was perfect. Did he have a full Dustin Hoffman oh, off dude, of hook? it was like, it was, pro- yes, you know exactly. What I mean? You know, it's ticking. Yeah. Oh, what a great movie that was. That was a great Rando, movie. Jack, 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 Jack. <laughs> Fucking love Dustin Hoffman. He's the man. Movie. I watched that at the cinema. We did. I think for my birthday. Yeah, fact. it was. We so it must have been like 120 years ago. <clears throat> 92, I think 93. Yeah. So when so, you were starting senior school, that would have been. 
that right? Yeah. I, sh- I should have been less excited about it then at that point in my life. I don't know, man. No. 11 for Hook? Well, I mean, I still get Lego for my birthday yeah. now. Robin so. Williams is the man. We, we can watch Hook at home, but we're not allowed to watch the first five minutes because my kids lose their shit because Hook comes in and yeah. straight kidnaps them <laughs> and like leaves a message on a, on a dagger in the wall yeah, and he's like, he it. in a bit fuckos. And you're like, yo. And every time I've watched it, I'm like, that's cool, right? That's yeah. normal. And then Moo's like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, what's wrong? Night time rise. Like, All right, darling. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's kind of like, like Goonies though. I mean, one For of real? my favorite movies ever. But you know the dead body in the fridge yeah. with a bullet with hole in his head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's brilliant, he? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, what are you going to do to them kids if you catch him? We'll murder them. Mm. Oh, cool. Let's watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Scary shit. Very I scary. It. I love it. I'm due to watch Goonies again. It's been a while. Yeah. We, we The thing is, because we can take our kids through the back catalogue quite a lot. So it's mm. like we bought them Gremlins, Crocodile Dundee. That's a good reason to have kids. Just a perfect reason. The best. Like, you get Nerf, Scare Electric. You're selling it to me. Lego. And then, like, I bought myself a basketball hoop. Did I ever tell you uh, basically, you know the ones you get at Costco, the big yeah, fuck-off Reebok I've ones? I've seen it. You, oh, you've been around, obviously, you've seen it now. <coughs> but at the time, I accidentally, on purpose, won it on like eBay, I think it was, which I was quite proud of, because the guy that sold it me... Accidentally on purpose. Yeah, I used to do that a lot, and then I have to hustle to get the money. I put a joke bid on a snooker table, and yeah. now we've got to find room for it. <laughs> it's a slate bed. <laughs> well, we basically... I was, uh, I put a bid in. The kids at the time were like, three. So there's no... And it goes all the way up to full height. And I, I messaged this guy because he lived up the road and I was like, dude, would you take a hundred quid for it? It was on eBay. And he was like, nah, these are like 500 at Costco fam. And I was like, all right, fucking chill out. We'll see how the bid goes. And I won it for 78. <laughs> and you know, I turn up with pound coins and I'm like, <clears throat> there you go, dickhead. Nice. Count them fuckers. <laughs> so I got it home and it's been there ever since. And yesterday was the first time that Moo took me to school. She beat me to five and then she beat me to 10. Really? Yeah, so... I'm, uh, my name is Mud in the house at the minute. Oh dear. I'm not allowed to talk. Is that why you're hanging out here? Yeah, I'm chilling up here instead because yeah. at least I get to talk to you guys. She's mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, shut up. We haven't got a basketball hoop here. Yeah, nah. We've oh, got, my dad, you mean bags, Owen? <laughs> we've got punch bags though. Yeah. We've got the, we've got the speed ball up that's, that's in between the two cameras so no one apart from us can see it. Has that got Mystery's knuckle prints all over it? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he literally said the other day, like after we'd recorded the podcast last time, he's like, I'm just going to have 10 minutes on the, on the speedball and then I'll bounce. And I'm like, like I cleaned my house, I packed my bag, like I did some laundry. <laughs> Grew I, you a know, beard. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, like, three hours has passed. Did I miss him? Did he leave? And I'm like, what's that noise? Dun, dun, dun. No more than three strikes at a time. Yeah. Like, dun, dun. It was always dun, dun, dun. Oh, I've got dun, this dun, shit. Dun, dun. Oh. Like, just still standing there, just boom, boom, boom. He's, he's getting good at it, though. Yeah, I'm man. It's, getting good it's one it. of them things that you think, I could do that. Yeah. And it, yeah. They're the worst, because you've got yours always set up. And I'm mm. that type of person, and when I walk past things like that, I have a little pop. Always. But there's a time, like, on a Friday night when I can be a little little spuckled. And <laughs> I'll be walking past it at 3am and be like, ping! And it'll just go, and just, ping, <laughs> just slap me in the face. And I'll be like, what the fuck did that? <laughs> Who is that? Yeah. Have you no, ever, no one saw that, right? Have you ever scared yourself like that? Like, you know, when you start convincing yourself, <sighs> either when you're drunk or a bit mashed, like when you're in, like down the bottom of my garden, it's really dark. And I walk down there with super confidence because it's my garden and the dog's with me who's this big. And like the kids are wherever in bed or whatever. I'm like, it's my fucking garden. And I think to myself, but what if someone did come in? And what if they did have a bat? And what if this happened? I'm like, and then I start like just 
overanalyzing stupid shit. If I sit at the back door watching the stars and not smoking, I, uh, I can sit there and I think, what if someone just jumped over the fence now with a knife and was like, get in your fucking ass. I'm like, Ugh. And I just start convincing myself about stupid shit. Mm. And then like, I find myself shucking, shutting the door like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, <laughs> safe. We're safe. Yeah, we're safe. Everything's safe. good. Like, I won't, have you, have you ever been that scared that you won't put your face up to the glass? You can see the reflection of you looking nervous as shit. <laughs> but you know the minute it goes from like, there you go. And it goes, mm. yeah. like, there's the, someone in the, the garden. <laughs> It's fucking horrible. It's horrible. You see, uh, y- yes and no. I understand where you're going, but I, I, I go a different route. Aggro. A little You've got bit. the ability yeah, to yeah, fight. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Un- unnecessarily. Yeah. Like, and I realised I used to do this when I was when I was walking to school because sometimes I bump into kids from other schools and they always wanted to fight because I had long hair or I had my nails painted black or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was yeah, a yeah. reason. There Shit was a bags. reason. Yeah. I was I was that kid. Yeah. So. I was always ready. So I'd always have this like idea in my head of what if someone comes around that corner now and I've got my chain, I've got my skateboard, I was good to go. You know what this is like? This is like Sherlock Holmes with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Swift kick to the liver. It was Pipe a little bit. Poke yeah. him in the eye, kick him in the nuts. That's, it? it was a little bit yeah. like that. So I, I would always kind of like, like pose situations in my own head as I was walking along. But like, and I've not drank for a long time, as you know, but once when I was like walking home and getting off the bus and I was like walking back to my parents' house and I had, had a couple of drinks, I'd go past that point where I'd start visualizing and then I'd start- Trying to find someone. Yeah, then I'm like <laughs> shit talking. I'm like, fucking, I dare you. I fucking dare you, you know what I mean? double dare you, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a good reason to stop drinking because I was like, I was ready. You know what I mean? I was- Mate, yeah. I can keep that inside when I'm not drinking. I do think about the analyst thing where I'm like, oh man, so if that starts, I can just... Because I've got kids and a wife. So it's almost like, you know, <clears throat> some big dude comes up. I'm just like, sorry. So you almost get overprotective. But then you think, right, oh, I'll do this. And it's like, you just know they just go, no. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so you want my wallet? Yes, it's in my pocket. I'll get it for you. That's fine. But I, it's like, it's like, I can remember Stephen Merchant talking about leaving. Like He has a fake wallet. He had a bum bag <laughs> under his trousers, but he had a fake wallet. But then, because he got suspicious that if someone tried to mug him and took his fake wallet and thought it was fake, he had a double fake wallet. So he was like, all right, um, yeah, take my wallet. This looks fake. Oh, well, I'll take my real one. And his real one's actually in his pants. Yeah, I thought it was a good idea. That's too paranoid, that, isn't it? Yeah, I I think the the thing for me, the scared thing come from, I used to babysit my little brothers at my dad's house. So Danny and Richard, my dad's, they're nine and uh, eight and ten years younger than me. So if I was, say, 14, they were just kids just little kids so we put them to bed and chill out and I'll never forget they've got their garden backs onto like a just this path this like dirt path that you can tell ghost stories about for days but it's pitch black mm-hmm. and that we had a new dog at my dad's called Lady who was a little collie and basically had a sun lounge that as you imagine onto the darkness it's full glass so it's like some torture fucking room <laughs> and um, the security light kept coming on <gasps> And she was losing her shit. And I was like, oh my God. And my ass was doing 50p, 20p, 50p, 20p, 50p, 20p. And I was like, oh God, oh God. And like the kids are in bed. I'm like, oh, what do I do? I'm babysitting, I'm responsible. So I went and found like a meat tenderizing hammer in the drawer. And I was like, right, I'm going to try and stop someone. So I went to the door and I braved it. And I walked out. And luckily, after about five minutes, the light came on again. And there was this tiny mouse that ran from one plant pot to the other and the dog chased, it was like barking at it. It's just a mouse. I mean, I, I wait to turn around and see Freddie there. I'm like, ah! But it wasn't. 
that didn't happen. See, but see I've, I've got I've got images of you like with your face painted. Well, what? Yeah, like shirt off, face painted. Coming you out see the this mouse, and you just go <laughs> charging off into the darkness with this hammer after this little mouse yeah. screaming. The mouse chokes me out. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> there was that one, and the last one was when they had when they were babies. We had a baby monitor, and there was me and my four cousins in the house. And my dad's house has got a loft conversion, so like the all the way up in the loft is really scary when you're a kid. And we were sat in the living room and I was one of the older kids that were looking after the little ones. And we kept hearing this really creepy baby cry oh. and child's play hadn't oh, been out long. Like, hi, I'm Chucky, want to play? And my sister woke me up by grabbing my foot at the bottom of my bed and going, hi, I'm Chucky, want to play? And I was like, oh. So fucking horrible shit with your siblings. Yeah. So all we can hear is this baby crying. Like, really fucking creepy. And so we went up, checked on the kids, nothing. Checked throughout the house, nothing. This thing's still fucking crying. And I'm like, yo. Then it went off. Then it came back. And I'm like, are we going to, is someone fucking with me for real here? Because there's no internet. We've got teletext. That gave us nothing. We've got no phones. We've got fuck all. And this baby's still fucking crying. And no kids are upstairs crying. And I just fucking went up to the machine, like dead shakily, picked it up like out of some fucking hammer horror. And it said it was on demo. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> dickheads. <laughs> I fucking knew. <laughs> fucking idiots. Don't go in the sun lounge, it's scary as shit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I get into my own head quite a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I tell you, there, there was <clears> one, <throat> my, my sister, my sister used to sleepwalk like a lot. I and it used to scare the fucking hell out of me. But <clears throat> I, I remember what, so... I'm what, four, four or five years older than her. So I'm what, 11, 12? And she's, you know. Six. Yeah, not very old. And she used to, proper, proper little girl with a fringe and long hair. And then she used to wear these like nightgowns, like long nightgowns, yeah, yeah. like horror movie nightgowns. And I'd watched The Shining like fairly recently. And the, sca- the scariest thing in all horror movies always is kids. Yeah. Like Children of the Corn's kind of ridiculous. And especially they're just silent. Yeah, just Sorry. just cold, just nothing in yeah. their eyes, right? And when someone's sleepwalking, they've got their eyes open. But yeah. they're, like, I shared a room with a guy, uh, a really, really nice Irish kid called Philip. I shared a room with him when I was in China for part of my stay. And he used to sleep with his eyes open. And it used to scare the <laughs> shit out of me. Because I'd roll over and he'd just be laying there like a corpse. Hey, buddy, <laughs> yeah. Just breathing out. But you, you know, you know what was funny. I don't, I don't know where he is. I, I can't imagine he listens. And if if he is, I'm you know I don't. I mean, no disrespect. Easy, Phil. <coughs> he used to wear earplugs because he was concerned about bugs crawling in his ears, but would sleep with his eyes open. How do you do? night then? Yeah. <laughs> Close your eyes, motherfucker. Yeah, really weird. But people who were sleepwalking, what? Yeah, usually have their eyes open. Yeah, you know. So. The way that my bedroom used to be set up when I when I lived at home, I, I had a I had a single bed along the wall, and then like almost in line with my head was the uh, the door into the landing, and we yeah. always had the light on the landing. You know, <clears throat> this one particular night, I was laying there and I couldn't sleep very well, and all of a sudden the door just slowly starts to creak open, and silhouetted against the back uh, against the back light was with my sister just standing there in this nightgown, terrifying all all kinds of horror movie scary shit. My whole body went rigid, went freezing cold. Like this, this is Mommy. terrifying. And, I'm, and I said, "I said, are you all right?" She said, "Yeah, yeah I just just finished school." And then in that moment, my mum walked out and she was like, "Come on, come back to bed," and just walked her back in. But then, like, I didn't sleep that night. Like my no. adrenaline's yeah. Like, Ooh, sat there with a knife in the snow, go, yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah, with a tenderizing hammer. Yeah, 
Mate, but the <laughs> thing is, <laughs> now, you, now when you have kids, I remember having memories like that where, because I sleepwalked a lot. Mm. And my mum took me back to the bed and it would have been, say, <clears> nine o'clock. And my mum's still up watching telly, like watching Casualty or The Bill or whatever. Yeah. And like, I would have thought that was the deepest, darkest part of the night. And now like, my kids sleepwalk. Yeah. And it's bonkers. They? Yeah. It, oh, mate, they sleepwalk, <sighs> sleep talk. They're obviously overactive. My sister used to put breakfast stuff out. She used to go downstairs and start getting breakfast stuff That's out. That's the best. It's like with stepbrothers, isn't it? Oh, I love it. <laughs> Check the fridge. <laughs> Check the oven. It's the cushions in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> but I once, my sister woke me up because I at my mum's house, basically the landing, her bedroom was here and my bedroom was on the other side, but my door was down a corridor. So f- I just wandered into her bedroom and I just went and remember her waking me up and going fucking crackers and I'm like what's wrong and she's like that's my bin and I was like what do you mean it's your bin fuck off I'm having a piss and I was trying to take a piss <laughs> in a wicker basket oh brilliant and I was it's full flow and brilliant. she was just like mommy mommy <laughs> into a wicker basket I was just pissing the wicker basket was when like, was that ever a good idea yeah, for a bin but for, yeah but wicker human basket. the whole time I was like fucking leave me alone stupid <laughs> I'm just taking a piss <laughs> yeah I, I got into trouble uh, trouble sleepwalking yeah. sleep talking I have a story like that but I'm not going to share it because uh, I, I love and respect my sister too much <laughs> but I'll tell you off camera sometime it's, I think I might have told you it's a good one yeah, it's a good uh, one. yeah it was uh, um, she contributed to my, my Millennium Falcon otherwise I would have probably shared the story about to say yeah. I, I'm, I've got to talk to Gem and, and Elaine and Mark because I might need one of them. Yeah, yeah. I need, I need adopting. Well, when when my mum told me they'd been re- they'd been released, I was I, I I dare ask how much it was, and then I was like, well, maybe one year we can like all like all chip in. Let's and, pull you know. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, but that's gonna take me a few days to build. That's a lock in kind of situation. Yeah. Well, you got a DVD. You can lock in. Put your DVD on. There we go. Plate, chuck the bags out. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Blister. I'll tell you about when he got his, um, he got his uh, Ghostbusters car for Christmas. You know, the the little set. Yeah, the, it's not yeah, massive, yeah, but it's decent. Yeah, yeah. The Ecto-1. I have it. <laughs> he got it. Got bag from bag one to seven. Opened them all and oh, just chucked no. it in the middle and was like, let's go, bitches. Open bag one. He was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, the thing is, some of the some of the, the more complicated sets, like I think they're like the, Technic like doesn't the big admiral ship. They don't have number bags. No numbered bags. No. And that literally took me ten hours. What's your What's your preference for chewing while you're um, building? And I don't mean chewing to damage, but is it like a one a stud? Is it like a little oh, stick? I've, I've, I've often got a piece of Lego in my mouth. Like, no, 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 yeah, I can't chew the Lego. Just a stud, because you, no. you've always got studs left over. There's always extras. No, I don't put Lego in my mouth. Yeah, just one. Just like, don't, don't, I've nearly choked on it a million times. <laughs> you know, <when> you go. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. There's yeah. a good reason why they put holes through legs. Yeah, don't put this yeah. in your mouth, exactly. Captain Dickhead. Um, what do you reckon to the fights this weekend? I know, should we talk about some Yeah, fights? let's do that. Let me, let me have a look at the fight card. What do you reckon? Yeah, fuck it. We had ready. some good knockouts, didn't we? Some mad knockouts. Man. Um, first one of the night, uh, Julio Arce. Julio that was a good Arce, one. He got backed up that. against uh, uh, Julian Arosa, who was looking good, but he's one of those kind of fighters that fights with his chin further forward than his lead, lead yeah. foot and he just got caught, just bingoed with a head kick it was a beautiful knockout yeah but. what about our mate Danny Roberts oh I mean I feel for him because that that guy what, what was his name Michael Pere- Pereira Pereira Michelle Pereira first of all Young. how old did they say he was 24 check that man's passport come on mate that's how we used to do five a side at school and like, then some fucker had a goalie that was like had a beard and you're like right under 15 i just turned 37 he, yeah he's, he's at least as old as me his hairline is about 10 years older <laughs> than us but he looks like he's had he's had like like 
a long career. Like he's a veteran. Mate, he looked like a wind-up car. You know, like when you pull it back till it clicks and then they sort of went, just, are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> I've got this one in me. Clink. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah. And I felt, bad. I felt bad the thing for, is, for Danny. Yeah, I mean, the, th <clears throat> the thing is, with a, with a fight with an opponent like that, it's like Thiago Santos, isn't it? Yeah. You know, those kind of fighters, they can overwhelm guys that are, that are perhaps technically better because it's just chaos. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not criticizing. No, but it's technique. that ultimate warrior, batshit crazy. Yeah. Or Houston Alexander was like it. Houston Alexander iced a couple of people, but then... Who was it? Was it Keith Jardine? Keith Jardine, he, he choked punched. Hole, yeah, just, boom, just boom. hold his neck and was just like, dink. Yeah. But then, was it James Irving that Superman punched him in like, I think it was 11 seconds. Yeah. I don't know if that's statistically correct, but it's going to be pretty fucking close. <laughs> but I think the Sandman then sort of just showed everyone like, yo, Houston Alexander, who looks like, a growth hormone isn't that scary anymore. <laughs> a growth hormone. Just one. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like a, a muscly thumb. He, was, he yeah. fucking was. He, looked like he had about 47 kids, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did he? I wanted, to, I wanted him to stay around a bit more just to get a few yeah. more bits for his kids. He was fun to watch though. I mean, I his hands him, were yeah. ridiculously heavy. Yeah. What are talking of uh, heavy hands? Ed Herman against uh, Pat Patrick Cummins. I haven't watched a couple of the prelims just oh. because you were... Uh, well, you were on the... Have you, uh, have you watched Game of Thrones though? I did. See, I haven't watched Game of Thrones yet. Yeah. So I guess we're kind of equal. I don't think I could react to that in any way, positively or negatively. But I did see a meme that someone put out with Ron Swanson of Parks and Rec. And it's like, it, it was a meme about something about your dragon show. I'm sorry about your dragon show that it's finished. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, I, well, just on, a, just on the Game of Thrones tangent, I'm kind of glad that I've not watched it for a couple of days because I've had, I've been able to digest all of the feedback that everybody else has decided to give me. Ah, so you know no I mean? one's hit you with, have you watched it yet? No, no. I've had a, I've had a couple of people go, have you watched it yet? I look forward to talking to you afterwards, which I'm fine with because then I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. no, I'm jonesing okay, for that. Okay. Yeah. But then like the people that are complaining, let, let's be realistic. A show like that with such a big following, the possibility of delivering something that everyone's going to be like, you know what? I got exactly what I needed out of yeah. that final yeah. episode. I think that's the, the problem is me and Slim were just talking about it and we'll talk about it more next week when more people have watched it and you've caught up. But it's like, someone said to him, how do you want it to end? Because like when you've got Sopranos, which was a bit like artistic -y and a bit like, oh, there you go. And Breaking Bad was fucking amazing. I like something to finish, but the problem is there's already whispers of like, oh, there's going to be a, an origin story of the White War. Because it's like, well, don't bother because they got iced in 20 seconds. So fuck it. Like, they were threatening for a long time and then they just fucking bounced. It's, mm. That's wank. Because it's like, I know I'll get on it with superheroes because people will be like, it's not real. But the problem is, is they put so much effort and attention to detail and to certain things. It's like, I know it's not real and I get that and I enjoy it. But like, apply logic to your fake story because you know when the dragon when the first dragon first got fucking blue eyes and was like yo i'm a motherfucker i'm gonna kill everyone like they sent someone back from that little battle scene and was like oh shit go and tell everyone so he ran back to the wall and was back in about 20 seconds like this dragon everyone get out really quick now the dragon could have flapped his wings twice and would have been at the wall flapped him twice more and then been somewhere else so <clears throat> I know it's not real. Maybe he didn't know the way. Yeah, but maybe it was like they had to do something right? with the dragon. Maybe the dragon didn't know the way. Yeah. Where the fuck is it? Where did he go? Yeah. <laughs> Just running it. Like them maybe little There's no there's no way to click your phone. You can't use ways on a dragon. Yeah. There's no there's no there's no dragon to iPhone mount. They're like can you remember you know what I mean? Can you remember Golden Axe on there, the there, there is on Rygor the Dragon. Yeah. Rygor's got ways. Rygor, Rygor the Dragon's got uh... Can you remember on um on 
uh, what did I just say it was called? Golden Axe on the Mega Drive. Oh, when you dude, were a beast. I love that game. And there was a little thing, little creature came out with a bag on its back and you used to yeah. kick it to get the potion uh-huh. out. Yeah. The dragon's flying around like that. Like, oh, don't I kick fucking me. loved that game. It was good. And right? I never had a Mega Drive. My uh, parents, my parents went the sensible route and bought me an Amstrad because I could also type up my homework on it. Do you know how many times I typed up my fucking homework on that computer? I don't think any. Never. No. Not ever. You played Double Dragon like you know, a motherfucker. You know, you know what you? I did instead? I had to wait on a Saturday morning, twenty minutes, for the game to load Ooh. by cassette. Oh. Yeah, and we had a Spectrum. Oh. We had a Spectrum forty-eight K, which is now mm. worth about a thousand pounds. And at the time, <laughs> you it was got the worth right about shirt because you're playing on a game like that. Fucking yeah, you're all set. If I had this shirt and I had the intention, I could open a video game arcade Although, of Spectrum and Commodore games. Although I have another old camera. Oh man, that's so very I nice. I can't really talk too much. It's, yeah. the, it's these guys' fault. They've been carrying around proper cameras. This is it. And I'm like, oh, you wait I till we find a full tilt ninja and Dan just comes out with a ninja sword and we're like, the thing is, what are we doing? <laughs> I took on their personality. You know, I already have one. <laughs> Listen to this though. No, hang on a minute. I've got to get you in focus. Do you need me to stay like I, I am? I've got to get you in focus. Don't that sound nice? That was nice. That Old was school. Nice. Yeah, that was yeah. sexy, wasn't it? Do you, Slim, should we have one more? Slim's ears. Fully Should we one more? <laughs> have, it's because it's, it's got a metal body, I believe. But it's... Hang on. Oh, that'd be too dark. But I'll take a photo anyway. Click. Oh, nice. nice. Beautiful, man. That's the one. Anyway, so yeah. So the I didn't watch that. Thrones. You haven't watched Game of, Thor- uh, Game of Game Thrones. Game of Thrones, I haven't. <laughs> Yeah, so th- there is stuff to talk about on it, but it was it was one of them where it's kind of hard to please everyone. Of course it is, as we as we always know, of and it is. fuck them kind of thing. But it does make me smile when like you see people signing petitions, going, "No, do it again." It's yeah. like, "Yo, <laughs> dude, yeah. no. you've got to be fucking. No. You've got some pots to suck wash or something. Yeah. yeah, suck a dick yeah. one time. <laughs> Don't go into like yeah. watch something else." But could you imagine if someone was like, "No, we're going to do it," and they redid it again? It's like, "Do you want to watch the last season again?" It's like. <laughs> No, mate. No. No, kind of good. No, yeah. no. Unless, no, I, I haven't watched the last episode yet, but there is a possibility they could do Scooby-Doo ending like they're doing Wayne's World 2. Imagine. Or the cast turn to camera and go, and it goes right back to the start of the season and we start all over again. Did you ever watch the Breaking Bad ending where basically Breaking Bad, obviously the fucking Heisenberg is iced or he lies down in that like fucking in Didn't that chemist it. room so then he wakes up as Hal in Malcolm in the Middle and he's <laughs> was lying next to yeah. Lois and he's like oh and it's they cut they basically cut like the whole of Breaking Bad's a dream and it was just Hal from Malcolm in the Middle and it's like yo that's nice. fucking sick very cool yeah very cool <clears throat> anyway I started watching the fights at I think it was Charles Oliveira Nick Lentz again again so you, so you didn't watch the Aspen lad Sajara Eubanks fight then? No, but I heard the fight disciples talking about it and saying that She's Aspen terrifying. lad was fucking amazing, yeah. but then didn't want to, didn't put herself out there. Mm. I just think she's terrifying. I think, yeah. she, I mean, she's she's young, she's talented, she's she takes instruction very well. You could tell that in her corner. But the thing, the thing that scares me about her is like the, those kind of banshee cries when she's ground and pounded. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. the shit that you see at yeah, the patio, yeah, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a there's no a more. game there's a game I used to play on the Xbox 360 that uh, Left for Dead. Yes, you remember it? And yeah, don't you remember, play that you remember every dark. now and then you'd hear like that that faint crying. Yeah, like you've got a two way uh, radio. Yeah, like a, on on demo. Horrible. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, horrible. like that kind of distant wailing. You're yeah. like, oh shit, there's a witch nearby. That was and Left for Dead, and, where one of the buttons was to turn a torch on. That was it. Always on. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why no, was it? Always off. You don't want to see you coming. <laughs> 
No. Unless unless you play with your wife and she's bloodthirsty and she will only work with an axe or an electric guitar. <laughs> Fuck them up. That's all she wanted to yeah. use. Amazing. I'm like, hang back. Use the sniper rifle. Yeah. We could clear half of them before they even know where we are. Simple. Logic. Turn your flashlight off. <laughs> yeah. I've told you. Just winging a B, fucking axe. Press B to turn your flashlight off. I've told you this. Red skittle. No, you're swinging the guitar again. <laughs> Red skittle. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. <clears throat> Terrible. Good game though, but you know when you when you when you disturb the the witch and she goes, ah, yeah, that's like her. That is like Aspen Lad. I want to see more blokes do it though. I do quite like yeah. it. You know when you get the like a, tie boxing cries, like a war cry. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a good war cry. It's good, man. So what do you think to <clears throat> uh, to Charles Oliveira then? I was massive on Charles Oliveira when he came in because he was just icing dudes, mm. and when he got nullified by Jim Miller in like two thousand and five or whenever it was, I was like, oh, okay. And since then, he's always shown up, but he's like now on a seven-fight win streak. Mm. Looked insane doing it with his white Ray-Ban Wayfarers. He goes, he goes full geek. Oh yeah, when he's when he's turned off. He but the Nick Lentz, I thought there was there could have been a time when he could have caught him at any point yeah. because he, he Nick Lentz is just a savage, isn't he? he Let's is. be honest. But that punch that put him down. Fucking hell. That was, you know, all the animations that uh, our mate does. Oh, yeah. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was literally, I expected George St. Pierre to come back. I'm coming back. No, no, no. Yeah, he got absolutely switched and off. And that was, was that not his first uh, knock, te- technical knockout TKO finish in the US? In however many years. It yeah. It was ridiculous. Oh, well, look at that. He fought on, uh, yeah. We fought on a couple of shows together. I didn't realize. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, he's, he's kind of finding his groove right now, isn't he? I mean, what's he on a five fight win streak? It's more than that. Isn't it? Oh, is it five? No, five, I five it was yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, yeah. but he's, he's coming up for good it, man. Guys yeah. as well. Yeah, well, Jim Miller, he literally, it's like he was showing his uncle how to do jujitsu, and he's like, I lift you up like this, I throw you on the floor, and I choke you. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, yeah, don't want to do that again. Yeah, but, but then like, like you look, like you look at, you look at those at the last few fights. Like, I mean, aside from the Nick Lentz fight, second round uh, TKO, you got David Taymor. Uh, Jim Miller and Christos Yagos, but each one of those was a performance of the night and extended the UFC record for most submission wins. But how cool was it that Paul Felder came into the cage and he's like, all right, mate? And he was yeah. like, oh, you're the last one to beat me, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. You got most Islaks stood yeah. there like... <laughs> there was a good opportunity to, to call him out then. Yeah, didn't? for real, when I he said, who do you want to, next? I expected Paul like, just to take his, like, uh, take his jacket off and go... You know, fucking go full yeah. gangs of New York style. Yeah, right. Yeah, New York, I'm Amsterdam, and just fucking start hitting him with his cosh. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I, I thought it was he, cool because uh, his name's De Bronx as well, isn't it? It, is. it was in New York. Is. Where's nice. he in the rankings now? I mean, he's fuck knows. I number think eight. is that are they up to date? Number eight. So he's he's literally he's got uh, he's got Paul Felder ranked right above him. I think if he was, if he had a bit more of a character, he would be knocking on uh, knocking on a door for one or two more, one more win maybe to get out there. If he was a bit more noisy, like who would you have him fight though? The thing <laughs> is, you look down his record and he's got some recognizable names on it, but but wins over recognizable names like like I say recognizable, I mean like high ranking names. Well, the thing is, it's I, I'd almost when he when he's got five on the bounce like that, I'd almost go. Do you want Paul Felder or Ricardo Lamas or Pettis? What, what are you Barbosa. saying? Barbosa. Let's bring him back. Yeah, man. Let's Barbosa would be good. I Quinta would be good. <clears throat> just anyone who's beat him before mm-hmm. and just, just come and have another go. Because well, got I Quinta's coming off a loss. I mean, he'll, he'll need a bit of time to heal up. Um, who we got coming off a... Well, I mean, I mean, Felder's coming off a win, but he's not going to want to take take a back step and fight someone behind him. No. Take a bit. 
Is that a ghost? Is, is that, that the chapel ghost? ghost? For yeah. fuck's sake. Look how dark it is out I there. Know, I know. Put your face against that window. I can't. I wouldn't dare. <laughs> nope. Look how dark it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, Barbosa would be a fun fight. They've not faced each other, have they? No, I don't Oliver think so. against Barbosa? No, I don't think so. That would be a good fight. That would be a that would be a good one to watch. I mean, Barbosa's coming off a loss to Justin Gaethje, but you know, man, he's had he's some still relevant. He's still fights. near the top, yeah, big time. And yeah, you know, time. you're coming off a loss, you kind of got to open yourself up to take on a, a sort of rising contender. The problem is that Gaethje didn't just beat him; he took his soul and mm. like fostered his children. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that but would... then, but just but is Charles Oliveira that scary in comparison to Justin Gaethje? Well, I mean, after we, he's we've seen him come well, that punch first. on Nick Lentz was nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, all he's, all he's, he, I would say Charles Oliveira has not got the wrestling game that Khabib's got, so it's not like he's going to be able to take Barbosa down. It'd be a more of an interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I it, it's more competitive shout. in the grappling range because I feel like Barbosa's got more of a chance of stopping the takedowns. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd watch that. I mean, I like, I like him anyway. I'd watch him, watch him every time. What else did you enjoy? Derek Krantz's oh, story man. was fucking brilliant. Dude, he started so well as well, didn't he? He just came so out well. just wimping. It's like, yeah. yo. And there was a lot of form to it. Yeah. I'm not just saying he was handbagged at they fucking dawn. He was like, who the fuck is this guy? Easy. Yeah, but caught a couple of punches. Then yeah. he sort of went up to him and afterwards was like, motherfucker, you had me scared right there, but I held my own. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He was close to being like iced real quick. But I just liked his story because basically, I like the Dana White looking for a fight. Yeah. Because I like, well, I like Dana White and I like um, like Matt Serra's relationship <laughs> with Din Thomas. I mean, they're both mad. They're, they're, both, they're mad, both mad and they fought. You know they fought. And the decision got changed in the fucking dressing room as well. So it's not even like it's a, remember that time I fucked you up? It's like, remember that time you paid Dana to fucking change the decision? <laughs> so it's cool. But when I watched it and it was that standard thing, they're watching a the fight. The, he came out and looked incredible. And then... I think it was Matt Serra said like, oh, what are we going to do with him then, boss? Because I think Matt Serra gets a wicked vibe off it because he gets to go and deliver the news and he's a real people person. And he was talking to him and he's like, nothing. He's 31, he's 24 and 10 or something. The fuck this, nah, leave him. And then before you know it, he's in the changing room like, yo, I'm going to bring you in, dude. And then he came out and he looked fucking insane. He looked so, he looked like he was going to yeah. do it. And yeah, my heart broke for him a little yeah. bit because... It was a big ask, though. I mean, Luke's a, a yeah. dangerous fighter and he was on their win streak as well, isn't he? I'd love to see him back. I'd yeah. love to see him back again. Was it a short notice fight? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, okay. didn't Vince... Wasn't it Magni? Did Magni pop? Oh, that was it. That was it. Body pop. Yeah, body popping. Took his cardboard, chucked it on the floor and... Yeah, Jeff yeah, Nowitzki was like, can't do that. A piss hot all over <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. What was it? was it? Do we know what it was? Was it a tainted supplement? Was it Tainted yes. Love? Yeah. Tainted Love. <laughs> That's another one, isn't it? That's the Marilyn Manson yeah. version, right? We were doing that is? Yeah. No. No, I was singing the original. Oh, no, I was doing the Marilyn Manson. You know where he's dancing around a bed and it's dun, just full of bunnies? Dun, 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 dun. Like yeah, models yeah, yeah. with big bunny heads yeah. on. I'm like, oi, I can get into this, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, next level. Yeah, of course you like it. Wow. With his Satan patches on. <laughs> yeah. Arms. Oh, me and Marilyn. Yeah, we're bros. <laughs> me and Amaza. <laughs> um, I don't know why you went cockney, but... What about uh, what about um, Felicia Spencer oh, rolling through Megan Anderson? It's when the whole time I was thinking, like, Megan, you could probably get up. You could probably stand up. You could probably yeah. use them limbs a bit more. Because like, she kept unhooking... She kept on hooking her legs. So I was thinking, right, now post. Now at least walk up the fence. And I know this is like the football fan going, no, just run round him and fucking score. It's dead easy to fucking say. But she's like nine foot tall. And she's not like, 
what the fuck are you seeing? No. I swear to God, he was looking in the ghost room and he was like... I'm looking at the back of the camera. All right, it's not uh, like a Chucky doll yeah, stood there. Yeah, yeah, Okay, anyway. Yeah. She's shredded to fuck. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> okay. She's shredded to fuck and she can't get up. Don't look. Is there a clown? <laughs> I like clowns. My sister does not like clowns. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. But she's fucking shredded. Megan Anderson is shredded. Yeah, she and is. I was like, I thought, I don't know if she just kept thinking, now nah, I'm all right, I'm good. I can do yeah, this, I can do this. Yeah. And a little bit. Yeah. I, I thought that as well. I mean, when you saw them both face off, you were like, ah, that, that kind of looks like like a, a bit of a mismatch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because Megan Anderson, <clears throat> she's, she is big, she's tall, she's, she's built strong. And obviously, uh, um, uh, uh, Spencer was coming in, what, six fights? I mean, unbeaten, of course, but... Yeah, but she reminded me of someone picking up their kids from school and a kid comes out crying and he's like, Mum, that boy just did this. And she went, which fucking boy? Yeah. And just marched over there and just starts wailing and beating yeah. the shit out of someone. I think, do, how does she do against Cyborg, though? I mean, that looks like it might be the next fight. Yeah, well, how does I Cyborg just, come back from being turned off? The thing is, that's the kind of fight that would... That's that's the kind of fight that would, would catch Cyborg. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for real. Get a hold of her, drag her to the floor, jump yeah. on her back, choke her out. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see that. I'd be interested mm. in seeing that because it was... The thing is, I like Megan Anderson. I like her whole deal. She's proper chill. She's into video games and she seems like a lovely person. Mm-hmm. But she got fed to the wolves with uh, Holly Holm. She then just managed to get a, a toe all the way inside someone's eye, Captain Garno's eye, who is also another savage. And then unfortunately for her, she did that thing where she's like, yeah, bit different being in the UFC and I'm the one to fucking show you and then she's like mama yeah. and I felt really bad for her because yeah. it was like come on now she's still I mean she's still she's still developing in her game but the, the the thing is she she was put straight in against Holly I mean she was coming in on a four fight win streak from Invicta and she'd beaten some good fighters coming over from Invicta as well but like she's probably one of the only legit featherweight females that we've got on the roster yes you know like aside from aside from Cyborg yeah, like even Holly Holmes, a bantamweight that, yeah. that blows up. Uh, same yeah. with Amanda Nunes. Like, I, there's no way Megan Anderson makes bantamweight. No. You know what I mean? She's but, a legit featherweight, but there are so few and far between. It's so she's hard not, to get that yeah, roster filled up. Not it? got much competition. I mean, how long has she been in the UFC for? Well, she's had three fights so far. I reckon we should do Dan looking for a fight and go Magaloff, something like that. Oh, <laughs> just go Magaloff and see when yeah. it's like vodka Red Bull, two for a pound, oh, and man, just be like, do you want to do you want to fight this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> be a mess wouldn't it <laughs> fucking would probably find some contenders I'll tell you what those girls can throw down yeah for real uh, Ian Heinish against Shoeface how many times did they say Shoeface all the time all the time wasn't it if you nickname Shoeface you've got to you got to expect to be called nothing but Shoeface that was it like the whole time I was like yeah Shoeface is just thinking oh he's not doing very good is he old Shoeface and I was like call him Antonio I would make every effort to kick him flat foot with the bottom of my foot. Or just Boof, put your foot on his face again. and be yeah. like, you know what this is called? He's the shoe face. <laughs> you sound like the Zohan. Yeah, nobody fucks with this Zohan. You know, he kicks you in the face with his foot. Just and now you sound like the Jesus. I was the Jesus. I dropped into the big basket then. In fact, I think when we went for our walk on Tuesday, we went Black Rock and we went to the peaks and you were walking out and you mentioned the big Lebowski. To which I then started to recite the whole bowling scene and realised that it put me out of breath because I'd spoke that long. You were like a mile away. And I was like, nobody fucks with it, Jesus. Look, told you were gone. And I was like, oh, no, I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> Fucking idiot. But yeah, so Shoeface, uh, Shoeface looked good at the beginning. Yeah. 
Heinis just looked like he, he was not going out. He was, he was just like, he reminded me a lot of like a Frankie Edgar, head down, wrestle fuck, just... He's tough. Yeah. He's just tough. He's, the thing is, he's kind of been through the mill in his previous life. Yeah. yeah. The story, I won't get into his whole backstory, but he's, he's, he's quite animated. Is, um, is he in the same weight class as Dan Hooker? Or is Dan Hooker one down? No, that's middleweight. In okay. Heinish is middleweight. Dan yeah. Hooker's featherweight. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I'm getting mixed featherweight? up. No, I lightweight. think that'd be still lightweight. a good fight if Dan Hooker wants to put a bit of timber on or maybe wear a bum <laughs> bag with a brick in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think I, it's hard to say how far he's going to go because, you know, I feel like he's he's still got some some technical, there's, there's some holes in his game that we need to, to see at least tested. Yeah. But he's a gamer. He's a little bit like a, like a Gian Vellante at middleweight. Yes. You know? Yeah. There are some good fights for him. There, there are some good fights for him. We'll, we'll, we'll see how he develops. I'm just going to pull up the rankings now and see where he's at. He's at 15 mm. now. So you've got Brad Tavares right above him. You know, Tavares, Tavares be a good Uriah fight. Hall, David Branch, you know, Derek Brunson. They'd all be good fights I for him. I can see him doing quite well against all of them. Anderson Silva. If you've really fancied it, Jared Cannonier would be a good, fun, a good one. Yes. And they're both quite stacked, aren't they? Cannonier yeah. looked like he'd just been carved. Yeah, a shootout, wasn't it? That yeah. One? Well, it looked like, you know, when Han Solo comes out of carbonite, but it's like he came out good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially when, especially when you consider how he looks at, at heavyweight as well. Yeah. Man, he's just like... Oh, you want me to get shredded real quick? Yeah, watch this. Yeah. So go on then, talk to me about the main event. <clears throat> what you got to tell me? You thought Kevin Lee was going to win, right? Anderson, yeah, Rafael de Sanya's on a two-fight losing streak, right? Mm. And I know about... There was a time, pre-USADA, when he looked unstoppable, then had a couple of losses, and then started sort of talking about camps and things like that. And yeah. it was almost like he, he was openly speaking about the people around me. And I was just like, oh man, is this a USADA thing? Is it actually the camp or what? Because there was a time when he was, no one really knew who he was. <clears throat> the biggest shock to me was when he iced uh, Benson Henderson. That was like, this This is a fucking walkthrough. Mm-hmm. You're going to easy win this. And then when he had a word with Pettis, and then when he went on that run, I was like, fuck man, he's like a legit contender now. Mm-hmm. And when he lost the couple, and obviously... Just didn't look himself. I mean, obviously, Colby Covington. I mean, there was a time when Colby Covington looked like he was gassing and he was going to sort of turn it around, but he sort of looked like he'd lost a bit of that fire. Then installed a full Tom Selleck and came out and was like, Do you think that's what saved it? I think it was. Yeah, Yeah, because I don't know, Kevin Lee, it was when obviously he's got such a a chisel physique to carry around and throw fucking everything into each shot. I just love his backstory. I love the fact that he's moved his family out there. He's looking after his mum. He's called the Motown Phenom, for fuck's sake. He can get away with those gold Elvis glasses. Yeah. He's wicked, man. He's we, cool we did a Q&A fuck. in Glasgow and he was awesome with the fans. He was, he was, he knows how to handle himself with the fans, with the media. He's really good. I just, the thing that stood out to me is that he was fighting five rounds the first time he was stepping up a weight class. Yeah. And I would have liked to have seen him in a co-main event at welterweight, you know, yes. just, just to kind of get three rounds. Because like, I, I did pull up the stats for this. I'm not sure whether I've still got them pulled up. I don't. I've changed them to something else. Because I thought it was a great matchup. Well, he was he was almost matching RDA as far as uh, as far as significant strikes landed. He was almost fifty fifty with RDA in the first two rounds, but then he dropped off significantly. Significantly. And I just, you know, that's a part of that is, and this is a concern for Sahuda going up a weight class as well. Yeah. 
you, you just you don't know how that extra ten pounds is going to sit on your frame at competition weight. Like no. I, I remember going running at the start of training camp at two hundred and five pounds and at one hundred and ninety five pounds, and the difference I would feel in those ten pounds. And that's all that. Yeah. And, that, and most of that was useless weight anyway because I used to love cake. But you know, is that- cake <laughs> no, shout out to donuts. Oh man. But it's like yeah, donuts. Yeah, they should send. A, I missed them at Body Power. I did at Body as well. Power. I got a I lot just, of energy bars from PHP. PhD. Yeah, PhD. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. they they were. Yeah, they're we gone. The, um, In fact, yeah, they were going to send us some. I've eaten all of mine. Well, it was the the Evolt boys. I think they're the Evolt boys. Pete and his mates, the Aussie boys, were doing the body mass things. Yeah, and, I didn't go anywhere near that. And just kept feeding. No, me neither. It's I, like, I don't want to know. <laughs> kept feeding everyone these birthday cake bars, and I think I lived off them for about a week. And yeah. he was like. Do you want a box? I was like, yeah. I fucking love a box. Yeah, crack on. Yeah, you've developed like, like, like. They look like jazzles, you know, the little colouring on, yeah. uh, on your skin. They're like chocolate buttons. You remember the chocolate buttons you used to get with sprinkles in? Uh-huh. That was the outer layer. Yeah, I've still got some in the fridge. And like, when I go to work and I'm not bought myself a dinner or got anything, I'm like, go. I just have three of them. That's what you're going for. Like, yeah, pissing protein bars. But <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, donuts were there, but. They would, they would, uh, I was going to say the, the, tw- the 10 pound thing is like, that 10 bags of sugar mm. is awkward as fuck, isn't it? 10 pounds, pound of sugar, that's the same weight, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fucking 10 pounds yeah. of sugar. Yeah. That's a pa- pound of sugar. That's fucking is, crazy. Is a it's a pound, yeah. Yeah, it's, no, like it's a, a lot of weight. It's like it a newborn make a baby. And then, you, you know, like you move up a weight class, you try and push yourself to work hard and keep up with the pace of someone that's already had the time to adjust to that weight class. Like what RDA is what three and two in in the division I think he is yes so he's had five fights I I mean there was an argument because he'd lost two back to back against Covington and Usman I mean yeah. I know they're top of the top of the division but there was an argument that maybe that's his ceiling at this in this yeah. division like he might go on a streak now and now he's kind of found his feet but it might well, now he's not got to worry about Eddie yeah. Yeah. He's not got to worry about Eddie, has he? And he's not yeah. got to worry Eddie. He's not really got to worry about Covington or uh, or Usman for the near future because I don't think he's going to get a title shot straight away. So I was doing on uh, my Sirius XM show, yeah, which I do. So if anybody's listening to this when is that, that lives in America, Sirius XM, it's on. Well, for me, my time it's eleven p.m. on a Tuesday. It is because I've caught you a couple of times when I've been working at yeah. night and you've been on the show. And I'm not sure what time that is in the US, but it's earlier. <laughs> It's early on um, Tuesday. Yeah, so it's it's me, me and RJ, and we chat about stuff. And I have a segment on that called the War Room, where I make matchups for okay. the winner and the loser of the main event. So I want to run these matchups past you and see what you think. Go on. And I'm gonna try and remember what I said. Are they all against Gage at some point or another? Cause that, <laughs> all of them. Okay, that works. All of them. So we've got. Oh, hang on a minute. I've got the wrong rankings pulled up. <laughs> One moment. <laughs> the UFC rankings weren't working, so I found my way onto rankings. RankingMMA.com and I must admit I'm quite impressed with it. Really? I, yeah. Oh, I, good. I could do with all of the rankings on the same page but that's just me being picky. Yeah. Okay, so you've got RDA. There's nobody really above him, right, uh, that, that he can face. I mean, you know, Tyron Woodley's out of his fight with Robbie Lawler so I, I would say, you know, Robbie Lawler's available for a match but I'm really not interested in watching that fight I don't want to see RDA and, and Robbie again. No, I want to see Robbie no. smash someone to be fair. What I would like to do is to see RDA against uh, the winner of Askren, Masvidal. Ooh. That'd be a nice one, right? Yeah. And I think then the winner of that one gets a title shot. Who do you think is going to win out of Askren, Masvidal? I don't know. Because it, it can, it can, they've both got the capability of winning and it can, it can go either way. It really can go either way. I mean, the thing is, Askren can take him down and smother him and I can I can picture 
Masvidal leaning up against the fence at the end of the third round, just being like, "Come to fight, motherfucker!" Do you remember? Yeah, do you remember when, was it Robbie Lawler? Did it? It was. It was in on Robbie Lawler's legs. Someone was in on Robbie Lawler's legs, and he just stood the there. Fence, and he was just like, he looked up at the clock and was like, "What's like, that?" It was RDA. Like, there we go. Because he was just fed up. See that, that, that there's a possibility that's that's that, that's going to happen. At but Masvidal went three with um, Meyer. Meyer. Yeah, I know. He's got good takedown defense. He has got good takedown defense. He trains with Covington regularly as well. So you know, I mean, not not that Covington's the same level as do you as think Asprin that, as far as wrestling goes? But do you think that the Till win does a bit of a disservice to Masvidal because I think that someone like Ben Askren would have like looked past him if he hadn't seen him knock him out like that. Like, I'm not being funny. Masvidal's a legend. Mm-hmm. But you've not seen... There's not a highlight reel for Masvidal, per se. Whereas now he's got that Darren Till win, it might make Ben Askren go, oh, okay. Yeah, but then again, he knows his game plan anyway. I he's mean, going he, in, he's, he's going to go not, straight in. He's not in on around him. with the striking range. It, it's all, This is all on Masvidal's takedown defence, which is exactly what Robbie Lawler knew coming into that fight. Yeah, which is why he had veins popping out the front of that his shoulders wild. going into that fight because it was all I've got to keep this guy on his feet. I've got to yeah. keep lifting him up and, and defending that takedown. I just wanted to see that run back. To be fair, yeah, I, I don't mind the matchup, but I, I think that Rocky Edwards is, is Mr. Fucking. Oh man, he was disappointed for that. But then you know he, he put he put his name in the hat for the uh, Robbie Lawler fight. So That'd could, be good. That would be really. That's good. a massive coming out party yeah, because huge. if you can survive against Robbie a little bit, I mean, if he did anything half of what he did against Gunny with yeah. Robbie. Then, mate, how many people has Robbie put on the map? There's a lot of people, right? Yeah. The most people you speak to, they don't really watch. They go, oh, "Have you ever seen Robbie Lawler yeah. and uh, Rory McDonald?" <laughs> yes, mate, his lip fell off. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> You'd be annoyed though if you're a Robbie Lawler and your opponent pulled out and you were called out by half the division. Yeah, I would be annoyed. I'd be like, "Really? I'm not. You know, you're not. You, I'm a savage motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Go ring Tiki. <laughs> he won't remember it, but yeah. I fucked him up. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, for real. Oh, he he fucking broke the, the octagon. Didn't he? he was like, yeah. dink. Yeah. Watch that fight. He misses. He smashes him, knocks him out, and then throws another punch, and it just hits the fucking octagon. He's so lucky, that so punch hard. Didn't I'm land. Like, He's so so lucky that punch didn't land. He wouldn't have known he wasn't lucky though. That's true. Because he would have That's been true. like that. That would have been that would have been Dan Henderson, Michael Bisping level of 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 landing punch, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Prince Philip meme. So Kevin Lee, right? He's now in the the welterweight rankings somehow. I'm not sure how that works. But this ranking's got him at number 13. Okay. Which Who's around him? Well, Santiago Ponzinibbio's one above him. That's interesting. Yeah. Neil Magny's one below him. But, but just the, pops, I won't be anywhere near yeah. a fight for a while. But the fights that I would like to see him in, I have two picks. At 16 and, and 18 in the rankings. Mike Perry. All day. Imagine that. Imagine a trash talk. Kevin Lee, Mike Perry. And the other one's Gunnar Nelson. I like the Mike Perry because it would just be a rock'em sock'em. Like you wind them both up, and someone shared that clip again the other day of Mike Perry, and he's saying, "And you're in the cage," and they're like, "Go, Mike, go now, go!" And he's like, "I don't want to fucking go right now. You hit him. I don't want to get punched right now." And I watched it about ten times. But he's hilarious. He's like the second coming of Phil Baroni. I always my hero. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the fight pass of recently? Um, they've recently done the Lion's Den video. Oh, have they really? Ken, which always breaks my heart a bit because Frank Shamrock was the first middleweight champion in the UFC. He's not in the Hall of Fame and has never, ever been credited for anything. Is that right? And him and Frank were adopted, struggled, built this fucking savage gym. It was a wicked documentary, to be fair, watching it. But 
yeah, I loved the old days with Phil Baroni. He was Phil Baroni is like ravishing that, Rick Rude, wasn't he? That that when I remember was it uh, one of the UFCs in like the fifties or something? UFC fifty came out in a dressing gown, and he came out in that like red sequin gown with with the white, yeah, yeah, brilliant New York and his sunglasses and his hat on. And then you've got and then you've got Coleman and Kevin Randleman behind yeah. him that are like, I mean, they were like far more kind of like athlete wrestler. I mean, yeah. Randleman used to dye his hair. Uh, why didn't he yeah. he was wicked he was awesome around them and was but like they were far more low key and then in front of him you got this guy like swaggering out full with his chest out full yeah. full bodybuilder yeah. remember those photos that got leaked as well where Ridiculous. he's like doing push ups in the sand in like this pair of denim cut offs like he's Daisy Dukes jorts but <laughs> <laughs> your jorts saying oh, Phil Brony and then guy, I saw a doc- I saw guy. something on him he's like living in his car and I was yeah. like oh Phil and then I think did he bare knuckle fight Chris Lieben Oh no, it's Elite XC. Did you ever watch Elite XC Phil Brony against Frank Shamrock? That was a fucking oh, knock. No, that was when, when Nick Diaz was not back in the UFC for whatever reason. I don't know if he'd had a fight with, um, what's his name, in the hospital and pulled him off a gurney. Uh, Joe Riggs. Yep. I don't know where these names are coming from, but you know what I mean. And it was mm-hmm. the Elite XC days when I think Nick Diaz had fought Frank yep. and broke his arm uh-huh. with a kick. And Frank was still looking fucking badass. Yeah. We're saying, I mean, obviously, Frank I don't know. Frank Shamrock if, was good. I don't know how well he was propped up. He beat Tito, man. Yeah, he was a good fighter, Frank Shamrock was. And then it was Frank against Phil Baroni. And they were both just fucking, like, I don't know. I haven't seen that. Juiced up to oh, the fucking they? nines and yeah. just beat the shit through each other. It was really? brilliant. Yeah. I haven't watched that. I'll have to go back and watch it's it. It's well worth it. So, um, yeah, so I'd like to see him against the new version of... I'd like to see Phil Baroni in uh, Mike Perry's corner. Oh, Could you bit. imagine that? Yeah. Personality coaching. Phil and Mike do the gumball rally. Oh, that'd be awesome. They'd be a good tag team in WWE. Yo. Right? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, <laughs> Mike Perry and Phil Baroni proudly bring to you the fucking tag team of the world. They're the yeah, badass, man. Yeah. They're, imagine that. Yeah, innit? What, New go- York badass. Yeah. The, the, the God's gift and the New York badass. That's Yo. a good tag team partnership right there. We're going to have to get that new tattoo though for him, aren't we? <laughs> We're just gonna have to go up a few fonts because he's he's just so fucking good. I love watching him. It is a time, and he's tattoo, and he's though. batshit crazy. Like when he was with you oh, in was yeah, it Sweden or somewhere, and he had that he's fast, trapper, yeah. that trap hat on <laughs> and a t shirt, and he's like, "Yo, let's fuck it," and he's like, "Chill yeah. out, bro." He was not what I expected him to be at all. Really? He, yeah, he was he was far more well considered than I was expecting. I thought he was just gonna be a bit kind of ragged and a bit mad, but he was every time every question I asked him, it was really. You know, you could see him taking his time. Did he ponder? Really kind of, he did ponder. Imagine. He did ponder. I didn't expect Perry to ponder. I don't ponder often. No. I've normally got something dropping in me and it's like, oh, Pe- say that, Charmaine. With, <laughs> <laughs> people with face tattoos very seldom ponder. I yeah. Find. Yeah. Talk about face tattoos and yeah. people like Mike Tyson. You see how many people got fucking all riled up about Deontay Wilder and like got crazy mad about him talking about killing someone in the, in yeah. the ring. As much as I was like, all right, it's a bit wank. I didn't think it deserved it because it's like drama, isn't it? Mike if, Tyson said he was going to eat his opponent's kids. Who was that? It, and you know and what I mean? like he shouted at someone, "I fuck you till you love me, motherfucker." To a dude yeah. who like said something wrong, and he was like, "I fuck you till you love me, motherfucker." And then when he was when he was sat and there's that guy interviewing him, and uh, he's live TV, and he's like. You're a fucking bitch. You know that motherfucker? You're a fucking bitch. And it's like, what? And it's like, okay, Mike, come on. Because he brings up his rape allegation. His rape allegation that he served time for. Mm. And he's everyone's favourite boxer. He's like the nicest guy in the world. 
who served time for rape, but he's still but a legend. Thing, did, but 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 the thing is, uh, the thing Do you is, know what I mean? you, the thing is, <laughs> Kid Cat. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, did. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's quite out of it. Yeah, that. Tyson. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, and Dante. But, but you watched his podcast with Rogan, right? Yeah, when he gave him his his like, fucking he's, humidor. He's a, he's a different individual. Now. Of course, yeah. He's very, you know. I had this debate a while ago with a coach of mine, and it was about uh, Tukey Williams. Okay. You know, the founder of the Crips? I don't. Tukey Williams, I, I mean, I'm, I might be way off on this. I'm just, I'm pulling this from my, Go from the, my back catalogue somewhere. So if I remember right, Tukey Williams was the founder of the Crips. The reason he went into prison was because he shot somebody outside of a convenience store, like execution style, like made him like down. Like American History yeah, X. Game over. He went in and he did time. He was on, on death row for ages and ages. While he was on death row, he won the Nobel Peace Prize for his books. Of course he did. They still put him to death. Motherfucker. And my argument with my old coach was that there are times when you have to look at how much a person's changed and see that there's more value in that person staying alive yeah, let's keep and helping around. convert other yeah. people that are going down the wrong path instead of being like, you know what? Good effort. You still got to pay for that. Yeah, well, we, I mean, th- there are certain things that you draw a line under, and you're like, ah, no. Like Ted Bundy, we watched the Ted Bundy thing well, the other I mean, day, he and it's like pushed his luck a bit, didn't he? You he mad I mean? pushed it. Well, he got caught Jeez. because he didn't have his lights on in his car, and he had his rape kit behind him. It's a <laughs> bit like, all right, mate, you got your license? What's that? Just my balaclava. All right, mate, just get out of the car a second. <laughs> Bollocks. That's how he got caught. Yeah, but because the new film has got is it Zac Efron? Yeah, he's I the fucking it. man. He's so fucking cool because he's in the Lorax, which is a kids' film. It's a Doctor Zeus film, and he's his name in Doc. In, his name in the Lorax is Ted, but his name in this is obviously Ted Bunny. But he's such a fucking like charismatic, charismatic dude. The whole time, I know that he did it, but yeah. I'm like, maybe he's all right. Maybe he's, look at that charming motherfucker. It's like Dexter, though, wasn't it? You used to watch yeah. Dexter and be like, yeah, that motherfucker deserved well, it. Well, that's it, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, well, even like with the Crips and stuff like that, there's certain people that like, when they say, I've changed, don't leave me with your kids, but I've changed. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, we always, when we were at school, we used to have people come in to do drugs talks and stuff. And it was someone in a tracksuit from a fucking prison in yeah. like, Liverpool or Sheffield who, who or something. was selling after school. For real. All right, kids, listen, like, I got into drugs back in the day. And it was like, it was started with weed. And like, here's some weed, pass it around, kids, have a sniff. And I was like, all right. Is that Indian black? Nice. Is that, is that golf ball? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Is that squishy red? And literally, the weed got robbed. He went fucking bonkers. <laughs> this reformed criminal that's come to the school. Basically, they, they would pass him around this piece of resin for everyone to have a sniff of what not to buy off the dealer. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking crazy. If we'd have had someone from the Crips that was like, yo, shit got kind of real. These tattoos here. Yeah. Yeah, they mean that I can't go into this, this and this neighbourhood. That's fucking scary. Mm. We've got some scumbag who used to be a plasterer that maybe did a bit of time for some blow and he's fucking trying to re- rehabilitate <laughs> us before we've done anything in a really posh school in Duffield. And it didn't work. Did it fuck? <laughs> I need to steal KOM from his fucking resin though. It was shit. <laughs> Kids coming to school with hot rocks all over them. Yeah, not good stuff for fucking dodgy A good Pete. lesson that day. A useful lesson. Yeah, I would prefer the one Crips one. <laughs> I would have much preferred the Crips <laughs> one, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I got, there, was, there was a lot of scaring straight. You know, in yeah, yeah. I, I used to do school talks um, in my old job because basically it was building a brand and it was like coming from nothing and not, I didn't get my exams and pass or anything. And I can remember feeling 
I went to this school, which is just up the road from me. I did this big talk. It was really good. Everyone loved it. And I was feeling really on top of myself. And this girl came out and she was fucking the nicest girl I ever met. Really lovely. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, just building a brand. And she's like, oh, okay. I was like, what about you? And she's like, oh, I, I died twice. I was a heroin addict and now I'm reformed. And I've basically reinvented Jesus and fucking made these baby unicorns. And I was like, oh shit, well, you're the fucking man. Nice one. And just made me feel like the biggest lump of shit ever because she'd just, she'd taken what was such a horrible life and made the best life out of it. And I was like, I got arrested for shoplifting once, so mm. I'm kind of in your crew. Yeah. Bra. You were moving the right way on the spectrum, but you just didn't move quite as far as she did No, the well, she went she mad dark and then came back and was like, yeah, well, I made it out of that. You might I? have overachieved though. Had you been given those disadvantages in life? Yeah, 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 try this. You had un unfair advantages in life. <laughs> That's it. What are you doing to that spoon? Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> so, before we wrap up... Oh, go on. It's Polaris this weekend. Nice, okay. We'll be go. there. We'll be, we'll, be, we'll be gathering. We'll be harvesting content. Nice. Um, are you going to say hello to the my main, mate, Ufe? Well, the main event is uh, Faber against Nicky Ryan, which is going to be a really interesting matchup. But we're not going to dwell on it too much because I'm judging, so I don't want to pay okay. too much attention to the card. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, there's a matchup on the card and I'm going to fire the names at you individually and I want you to... No, no, you're looking at it. That's cheating. Okay. And I want you to tell me what your first what your first Let memory me is when I, when I mention the name. The first name is Lee Remedius. Why is that a rhyming name? Lee Remedius? Yeah. Why do you recognise the name? I don't know. You don't. He's no. a UFC veteran. Lee Remedius? I believe he had one fight in the UFC, if I remember correctly. Let me see him. Bonus, bonus points for... Hang on, you can't... You, you, I've got to have a look at his face. Well, yeah, I guess. Got to see that cheeky bit. There's a lot of people on this. Uh... I'm, I'm just going to double check. I think he only had one fight in the UFC. I'm going to pull up a picture of him. Look at Trevor Birmingham's barnet. Do you recognise him? Look there he is. There he is. That's Lee. Yeah, I do recognise him. Right. He had one fight in the UFC. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a bonus point. I'll send it in the post. If you can tell me who he fought in the UFC. What come era on, was come it? Come trapdoor. What era was it? Come on, trapdoor. What era? What era was it? Like it was. It was your era before. I could, if I told you the event, it would give it away. Maybe it wouldn't. <laughs> Why is it Lee Remedius versus BJ Penn or something? <laughs> Guess now, motherfucker. No, it was the very first event in the UK. UFC oh, okay. thirty-eight. Second was round. Was it? Second round submission. Rear naked choke. By him. No, he lost. By, was it Spencer Fisher no, or uh, Paul Kelly? Paul, Paul Taylor. Oh, no. Oh, we're all one. We're all one. Oh. It's in there. It's in my head. No, you no, don't it. get the point. No, it's too late. It's too Go late. On. It was Genki Sudo. Oh, man. Let's see. We need to go back and watch that fight. Yeah, for real. Because Genki Sudo was doing all kinds of weird shit. He used to walk ass first towards him doing his weird sweet yeah. things with his hands, didn't he? And like doing the robot dance and stuff. Crazy. He was awesome to watch. Very yeah. talented. But he kind of like he kind of like toyed with him a little bit in the first round, and the second round he like whipped him into this like like seven hundred and twenty. Is that when he threw his legs at him? Rear naked choke. Yeah, wicked. The other name on the card is Lee Remedius' opponent, Cal Uno. Hey! I have I have one clear memory of Cal Uno getting smashed up against the cage by BJ Penn in thirteen seconds. No, easy. But yes, oh yes, that of course. Was it was wasn't just it? like BJ Penn was like, he, I think did he throw he a ran. flying kick and he was like, no. Yeah, and then just he fucking ran biffed his fucking eight through the mesh, and it was like, yeah, oh. it was rough, wasn't it? And unfortunately, the camera shot right afterwards, right after BJ was hitting him with all those punches, him, just left Calino him. And his like, eyes were in. Oh man, that he was had rough. orange and grey shorts on always, and mm. he always came into the octagon and he laid out flat and used to fall flat into the octagon. Yeah, 
my everlasting memory of him was, and I'm pretty sure the opponent was Fabiano Iha, and he always okay. used to wear the Tito shorts, yeah. black shorts with the flames. There was like a like a uh, a judo throw where uh, Iha tried to throw him, and Kaluna tried to dig in and resist, and he'd flipped and gone face first into the canvas. Yeah, awful. Really nice guy though. I like Kaluna. There was the thing is after you see BJ Penn break his head. It was really hard to watch yeah. because, I mean, I saw him a few times after that because he, he used to... Did he fight Hermes Franca? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. We can't talk about Hermes Franca a lot too much because he's serving time for interfering with small people. Yeah. But He was a weird he was, he was, man. Yeah. His fights against... Um, yeah. Who am I? Who was the other Sean guy Shirt, that he bro. fought? He had a... F- <laughs> <laughs> Hermes Franca had a fight with another guy that was a real weirdo as well. I can't remember his name. A karate guy. He used to kept sending me private messages on Twitter and calling me out. Like, right. Why won't you fight me, bro? Why won't you fight me? Put it on normal Manny Twitter and we'll something. talk about it. I don't know. Manny, not Manny Gamborian. No, 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 no. <laughs> different one, different Manny. If you no. ever get a chance to watch that season of the Ultimate Fire, I think it was season five. BJ Penn against uh, Little Evil's Jens Pulver, yeah. who is a fucking legend oh, by the way and the best guy. And BJ Penn and Jens Pulver fought, and BJ Penn was, the, was like the prodigy, prodigy and was the, med, the next guy, and obviously. Fucking uh, Jens Pulver came out and beat him and was part of the Militic team and just he just looked like he had worked every job in the world and was exhausted every manual labour job and yeah. he came in and was like oh fine I'll do that okay and then he sort of went out of the scene and he fought Faber I think twice in the WEC once to five rounds and once he got guillotined but he's always an OG and when they did that that season BJ Penn was still still winning. And basically, BJ Penn at the bidding goes, who wants to be on my team? And they all put their hand up. <laughs> yeah, I remember And that. Jens Pulver, he didn't even say anything. He just sort of looked like he'd been bullied. And I was yeah. like, oh. Playing games, BJ. Yeah, he fucked him over, man. It was horrible. Mm. But yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah. What a guy. Always used to love watching Jens Pulver fight. Oh, the reason I was saying that, dickhead, was that uh, Manny Gambiorian was in that season. Mm-hmm. And obviously, his, uh, his, is it his cousin... Yeah, is uh, Cara Parisian, yeah. who is a fucking psycho, and Nate Diaz is in that season. Yeah, he was good. Cara Parisian was, yeah. wasn't he? He was if he got out to the cage. Well, yeah, but he basically he was in the locker room and he was talking to Nate and kept touching him, and Nate was like, "Yo, don't do that, my dude." <laughs> and he was like, yeah, "Nate Diaz, yeah. yeah, Nate." He was doing it to Nate, oh, like, right, just yeah, yeah, him and like, yeah. oh, uh-huh. "All right, dickhead, all right, motherfucker." And he was like, oh, "Yo, I fucking mean it." And he sort of they went outside and all kicked off, but it's it's. It's definitely worth watching, man. <laughs> yeah, he went all spaghetti on. Wicked. He's cool. got a fight, hasn't he? Hey, Nate. I know he has. That's wicked. Jackie's going to do it. Jackie's running so. out of bed, money. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I've got a list of stuff. Go on then. We've got to hustle though. Do you want me to run through late. these real quick? Go on then. I'm getting tired. It's been a long day. Okay. It's I, been. A, <laughs> please understand. Please understand. If I miss anybody, <laughs> it's been a long day. If I, I will run through a couple of these then. Go on then. After body power, I find my vibrams. You know the, the shoes with yeah, your yeah. toes? Uh-huh. Yeah, you wore them on the walk. I did. Yeah, it was nice. They're, they're wicked. They smell after you've worn them because you can't wear socks with them. But mm. other than that, I was cool. So on, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, I took the kids to school, ran up the steps and took uh, took Libby in and we sit down and we do terrific tens where she does all the sums and I'm fucking learning a bit of maths every day, which is nice. And basically, I was the last out and Mrs. Shaw, who's lovely, teaching assistant, was at the back door and she looked down and she went, what are those? And I was like, oh, they're called Vibrams. And the biggest thing is that how long do they take to put on? Are they comfortable? Are they like gloves for your feet? 
So I was used to all that. And she went, oh, I didn't expect you to have them. And I was like, what? Let me dig deeper, bro. And I was like, what are you saying? She was like, what are they for? And I was like, I think people do a lot of running. And she went, you don't run. I was like, fucking hell. All right, chubby funster. What the fuck? I can't call you fat. I mean, she's lost a lot of weight, to be fair. But it was it was one of them where I was like, fully like rocking in my bar rooms, quite happy. And then she's just like, why have you got them? All the gear, no idea. (laughs) Fucking dickhead. And that got me on to the next thing of... Is there anything, I know we can use your photography, your flintlock pistols, your Lego, your crystals. What is the thing you've gone all in on so quick? Because me and uh, Kid Mystery were talking about this the other day. Like, you you've, you have the smallest interest in something. Like, you watch a jiu-jitsu match, and then you've got, like, a Hayabusa, long-sleeve rashi, short-sleeve rashi, spats. You've got the bag. You've got a, a professional gum shield. Do you know what I mean? You go out and it's like, before you've even done it, you've like, I don't know, you you went to a village fair and you had to go at a bow and arrow and now you've got like a Hoyt fucking cap. I'm still still planning on getting into archery at some point. That's on the list. My mate's selling a bow. And when I decide, is that right? Yeah, really good bow. I think I might need it. Yeah, I'll speak to Tony. And when I I decide, I'm I'm a bit like that. I'm a bit obsessive like that. My mum's the same. Like she's mad Beatrix Potter. And and then mad teddy bears as well. She's got a teddy bear collection. Yeah, but that's a collection she's always had. Have you ever? Not, no, not always. Not okay. always. Because like, like, all of a sudden, she'll develop a new collection, and then all of a sudden, like the house is half. Has full to be all it. of them. Yeah yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. And yeah, that- I, 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 I jump mm. from one thing to another, but I, I circle back around. Yeah. Like, like I've got a collection of boxing gloves, and I'll keep gradually adding to that. But then again, there'll be a spurt where I'll buy sort of four or five pairs. Yeah, because I want to, I want to play with them all. And yes, then, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I, a bit like that. Same I'm, with Lego. If there's a set that comes out, like when the Star Wars stuff came out, and Frank Mir made the mistake of buying me the Millennium Falcon, I was like, well, now I've got to have you, all Frank the rest God. of it. Yeah, for real. Like, I was, I was doing a really good job of avoiding the Star Wars Lego, yeah. but now I have the Millennium. Why you literally clicking need, it together? I need all of the rest of it. Yeah. So I did. I went and bought all of it. But I think, like, I did it with my Mac. I toyed over buying a Mac for forever. And I got it from Apple as a refurb, a, a, like a Apple like certified refurb. So instead of it being, say, a grand, it was like 600 quid. Mm. And I'd just been made redundant. So I had a little bit of folding cash. And I was like, this is going to be my business now. Imagine if you just saved Star Wars figures. Mate, I could have bought this house. <laughs> I swear to God, all of it. So... It took me about two months to make a decision to buy a Mac. Mm-hmm. But then the minute I'd press buy, I was on eBay buying a mouse, the case, <laughs> the sleeve it goes in, like a power lead, a yeah. this, these Like fucking... Joey Tribbiani buying all the fucking, was it Porsche or Ferrari? Yeah, all the <laughs> gear. Like, I was <laughs> dripping and I must have spent 600 quid on, I've got a case in that bag, which has got a mouse in it, but it's a zip up case to have the magic mouse in. How fucking cool is that? That's awesome, but yeah. didn't really didn't need, need it. it. No, 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 because no. when I'm toying with that, oh, by the way, I've got no job, bit of spending cash, going to start my own business, darling. Am I right to drop 400 quid on shit? And she's like, <laughs> where's all this come from? I was like, I don't know. We needed it. Spares. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. was bad. Um, right, a quick one. Let me see what else I've got on her because there's a couple of things that drop into my head. And I was going to give the Apple story and Lester a shout out, but we've not gone to see him yet. We're going to go and see him tomorrow. So, I mean, by the time this podcast comes out, we will have been into the Apple store. So everybody listening to this, hope that it went well because we're buying loads of stuff that we need. Yeah. We want them to give us a Please help us and listen to this at some point. We're poor podcasters. You know how it is. 
So barely making ends meet. That's it. Barely. 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 But I've got. Oh no, that's not that. That's something else. Is it? Don't, well, we don't do we that. Don't, no, don't do that on a night out. <laughs> hey, did you do that thing? As this was. This came onto my embarrassing kids thing because it was one of them where you used to do it at school. It was almost an excuse to be able to like, run your hands down a girl's back and you used to do that poem and it was called Long Line, Short Line. Can you remember? You used to do it when I danced on that Long Line, Short Line, question mark, dot, and you made give them the shivers. Did you ever do that? No. I used to do that egg crack. Egg on the head, yeah. So basically it went Long Line, Short Line, so question mark, So you could mark, stroke the hair. Dot. Yeah, that was it. Oh my God, that smells like an a and Oh, fucking... <laughs> Uh, Reeve Gauche or fucking some old shit perfume exclamation <laughs> Charlie Red what <laughs> fucking hell so we used to do that did you ever used, never no. used to do that you know what I mean you crack no. the yeah I went to a civilised school with normal children oh mate well it's one of them where the, the kids bought the kids bought what it the up the other day what did he say he went oh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> did you set fires in that school <laughs> And I've got I you back. I've, I've got you back, but you, I'm done. pretty sure you set fire to it. Yeah, I did. Um, embarrassing kids. It was kids. cold. <laughs> it was cold that I night. I, I don't know. It was, um, it was December in my defence. <laughs> you were saying earlier, it's handy to have kids for toys. It's equally as bad on the embarrassing scale. I don't get embarrassed very easy or at all, but I get flustered with children. When, like, basically, the other day, I've, I've worked quite a few jobs, so I know quite a few people, but I don't always remember names. Mm. Like, I can remember what they ate on their birthday when they were 17, or I could tell them what their mum bought them for Christmas. But I can't always remember the names. And I always meet people like, yo, dude, easy man, has things. And I can sort of fish the name out of them while we're talking, yeah. or say something outlandish till they say, nah, that was Steve. How do you do that? How do you fish their name out of oh, them? Mate, it comes, trust that's, me. You have to, that's it's a, a skill, skill I need for to real. Because the, the problem the, is... The, if, very rarely do I say my own name. Yeah, that's Unless it. Unless I'm referring to somebody else as, as Dan. But the majority, if someone walked past you, they'd say, Dan already, <laughs> wouldn't they? You've yeah. got, there's got to be Every a motherfucker that answers the phone to me says it like that. <laughs> it's ridiculous, we honestly. You have to, man. That's, that's, our, that's our privilege for you, you doing you five would, rounds. You would think that that is a one-way phone to GSP. Yeah. You literally real. would. Every time I answer it, there's someone doing an impression of him. But, but no one can get past that, Dan already. No. <laughs> Yeah, well, so with that, remembering names and trying to fish it out of someone, I was with the kids the other day and basically someone came over to me and was like, yo, how's things, man? How are you getting on? And all the rest of it. And like, give me this massive embrace. And I remember the guy. We worked together for a long time, but I was just like, and you know when you think to yourself, oh, I know his name. And then it's like your brain goes, no, you fucking don't. You're like, oh, don't do that, yeah, dickhead. It was there, it, it was there. Bring it, it back, there. yeah. Trying to remember a dream. You're like, yeah. oh, what happened? Oh, and it, and it had gone. But I thought, fuck it, we're good, we're good, we're good. Because I'm busy, I'm on my way through. Stace is taking a fucking walk, so that's cool. So I'm like, I'm, dude, I've got to bounce. So I was talking to him, everything was good. And um, Moo was like, Daddy, who's that? And while like, he's there. While he was there. So like, oh, we're having this conversation, like properly broing out from back in the day. And she's like, oh, Daddy, who's that? I was like, oh, we used to uh, work together. Thing, isn't it? well, it's old, uh, that's old what mate. I did. You know, I said, we, we, we had loads of nicknames for oh, him. Man. We can't get into him now. It's, You're not old it's enough. Tommy Dickfingers. <laughs> Tommy Dickfingers. <laughs> yes, Billy Big Bollocks. This man, he's the fucking boy. All right, you big cunt. <laughs> so basically, went from that and she went, no, but what's his name? Oh. And almost like, specifically. <laughs> 
his that's first why kids and that's the scariest in and horror I was like, movies. Yo, fuck off, they know bro. It's inside your head. Yes, you f- knew you didn't know. Yeah. Well, we were talking about shoplifting earlier because I had a problem back in the day of of stealing things and uh, <laughs> from problem. shops. It was a problem because I was really good at it. <laughs> I used to take orders, and people would ask me like, "Can you get me this?" I'd be like, "Of course I can." Fucking watch me. I still sell it to them, but I basically my my reign came to an end when I was about. 13 before you could get a criminal record and i got i got pinched in woolworths which was a shop of dreams oh, a yeah. shop of wonder if you I went anywhere cars from yeah there. even if you went on holiday you hadn't been on holiday properly until you'd gone into woolworths with your holiday money so yeah. it was cool as fuck but i got caught stealing um power ranger pogs for my little brother which was wanky as fuck yeah but anyway i sort of fell out of that but still wanking it yeah I mean, you know. yeah pretty wank the problem was, with the kids' side of things, it, you almost get this little tickle if you needed something. But it's not a full set of something, but you might have, like, run out of teaspoons. And so when you've got your kids on your shoulders, you pass them a teaspoon or whatever. Walk out of the shop. So if anyone says, Oi, are you robbing that? You can be like, oh, fucking hell, sorry, bro. And you give it them back. Yeah. If you get it, you've got a free spoon. How did that I, TV get up there? Yeah. Come back here. Fucking hold on to this, bro, you yeah. tonk motherfucker. Yeah. She's got 57-inch plasma. Anyway... What you have to be aware of is when they start talking back because they'll go out the shop and be like, Daddy, you haven't paid for this. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, that's a quick lesson to stop stealing with your children. Dude, we could buy Power Ranger Pogs on eBay. How much are they? It doesn't matter. We could, we should just, we could have all of them. What We've do you got all the... The normal Pogs were better than Power Ranger they were, Pogs. They the were Power Ranger ones were did, dog did, shit. Did, they the weren't worth the time. They yeah, good. they were. I never played the game. Oh, I, hang on. Two minutes. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's it. Well, See, that was embarrassing kids. Why don't... Why, why, I've got loads more shit. We've been recording for, for that long? Yeah, like an hour and a half. Jesus, fell into a vortex. We did. Did we're, we talk about the fights? Not at all. There were no fights <clears> this weekend, right? No. The one, thing the, I wanna, in a minute. the one thing I want to remember is if you see us in Vegas, I'm going to take some extra swag and the, then the, the phrase you need to say out loud to us before the battery goes is from Full Metal Jacket and it's I don't know but I've been told Eskimo pussy is mighty cold <laughs> and you have to do that <laughs> full bollocks and we'll give you some swag alright wicked I'll remind you next week but that's the thing <laughs> I need to hear that on the strip okay I'll nice. shut up talking take it easy wicked see you next time thanks In for listening they can do something no other kind of lizard can do it can run continuously for a very long time, and that enables it to become an endurance hunter, chasing down its prey. <laughs>